All right, back here on 760 WJR. So would you pay around $2,500 to get a full-body MRI? You know what MRIs are. You know, they, mm-hmm. sure. they're, they're uh, yes. images that, uh, you know, can, can detect uh, tumors and growths and things like that. You know, they're very informative and they're used... Uh, by doctors all the time when things are suspected, anything from, you know, a, a broken this or that or ripped te- uh, uh, tendons or ligaments or things all the way up to tumors. And people are now spending that kind of money, and there are services that are becoming very popular that um, basically give you the once-over. You know, you get to see your insides. And, and the... Pro argument for this is, wouldn't you want to catch something that might be developing that you're not aware of early so you can act on it? The con, well, a lot of people feel that it's not necessary. Uh, You're going to pick up a lot of things that maybe don't even really aren't concerning, but you're going to be worrying about them. And of course, you're spending a lot of money. Dr. Matthew Davenport is uh, in radiology at the University of Michigan and joins us to discuss this. Uh, Dr. Davenport, thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. So um, separate from the fact that this might be taking business away from hospitals, because we don't want that to be the reason that people don't think it's a good idea or not. But as a radiologist, what's your opinion of this? Yeah, thanks for the question and thanks for the opportunity. And I just I, I would start off by saying that uh, it's very understandable why a patient would want to know what's going on inside their body. And there is a genuine curiosity both to learn and also to protect oneself from something that might be happening you don't know about. So it's a very understandable sentiment. Uh, my general opinion about this is what is in line with um, all the cancer societies, all the radiology societies, all the government uh, um, entities that are responsible for healthcare, all the payers, which is basically that doing whole body MRI in someone who doesn't have any particular risk and does not have any symptoms is in general not a good idea from a health standpoint. And this is not an economic argument. It's a, it's a health argument. In short, in patients who don't have any particular risk for disease, the odds that you find something that's important inside your body is very, very low. And the odds that you find something that's unimportant, but that would result in um, people wanting to do follow-up tests or interventions or biopsies or, in some cases, operations for diseases that otherwise would never hurt you, the odds of that happening is quite high. And when we look at uh, advanced imaging studies like MRI, about 20 to 40 percent of all patients will have some kind of finding inside them that's clinically unimportant and likely would never hurt them but that nonetheless creates uncertainty, and that uncertainty leads to additional testing. Mm-hmm. And the harm that comes from that additional testing is the harm of doing this type of whole-body imaging in a low-risk asymptomatic patient. All right, so since I, I know where you stand on it, as you eloquently stated it, let me play devil's advocate on some questions and, and on, on behalf of some listeners who might want to ask the question the same way. So Absolutely. based on what you just said, okay, so you get the thing done, and there are some you know, small findings. Isn't it then up to the doctors who read this, who people go to, to say, listen, I know you might be worried about this. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, it's very small. 
It's not, it's not worth testing. And, and so you can avoid what you just worried about just by having a good doctor who knows how to read those things and has an understanding of the sort of global view of spots and dots and, 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 and things that they find on MRIs. Yeah, it's a wonderful question, and it's an intuitive one. And the trouble is that things which look exactly the same in a, in a patient with risk factors, as someone looks exactly the same as someone does not have risk factors, although the management created by the uncertainty of not knowing what it is ends up being similar, meaning, for example, follow-up or biopsy or in some cases an operation, the probability that that same looking finding is important is much different in someone who has symptoms or clinical risk factors than in someone who does not. So even though a doctor or a patient with the best intentions who goes into it and says, I want to do what's absolutely best for my health, they'll end up inadvertently causing more likely harm to themselves than benefit because of the statistics involved. And this ends up turning out to be a, a, a statistical argument in which patients um, who have something inside them that otherwise would never hurt them, uh, they end up seeing it. And once it's seen, it can't be unseen. And it leads down these various pathways, even with people who want to do the right thing and the doctor knows what the right thing is to do and the patient's doing it for the right reasons, you end up creating a bunch of inadvertent harm in the process because statistically low-risk asymptomatic patients are much less likely to have important disease. Right. So right. it ends so, up being a problem. Yep. So I understand that uh, as it applies particularly to like Kim Kardashian, for example, who's one of the numerous famous people who use this Prenuvo system for $2,500 and then, of course, posted to her 364 million followers. Uh, and she said that it has saved some of her friends' lives. Uh, there was a TV host, uh, Maria Menounos, some people know her, who said that she had the scan done and, and it alerted her to a small mass that turned out to be stage two pancreatic cancer. Now, I'm sure she was glad that she had it done because, you know, stage two is not stage four. Um, at what point is there an age at which this becomes perhaps a better idea? Is there a, you know, if you've had certain things before, is a full body MRI a good idea? Or if, you know, for example, if someone's had uh, kidney cancer, you know, uh, and they took it out, you know, and everything's fine, should they be having a full body one just in case? Or is it enough to just get the scans on, you know, as, as a usually part of a, a follow-up, you know, annually or biannually or whatever, uh, just on that body part? Yeah, thank you. Uh, in general, whole body MRI is used for very narrow indications. So patients who have particular genetic risk factors for cancer, a good example of one would be Lee-Fermini syndrome, in which the risk of having cancer somewhere in the body is so high that doing screening starts to apply more benefit than risk. Mm -hmm. If someone has a personal history of a specific kind of cancer, let's say kidney cancer that was removed, there are very clear guidelines in place of what body parts are needed to be screened during follow-up, and that's specific for each individual cancer type, and typically it's not a whole body imaging study. And the reason is because, for example, someone who has uh, localized kidney cancer, the odds of finding something important in the area around the knee would be extraordinarily low, and so typically we would not do imaging of that area um, in someone getting kidney cancer follow-up. That's just a specific example. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and how about the age question? Yeah, is there is there an age at which this starts to make more sense? The current guidelines from uh, cancer societies, uh, radiology societies, government entities, payers, basically do not recommend whole body MRI on the basis of age. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I should point out that 
uh, the one thing that is positive about this, well, I mean, there are many positive things, depending on the way you look at it, but an MRI, and please correct me if I'm wrong, an MRI does not emit radiation, because I'm sure there are some people who are thinking like, well, but why would you want to have that test, and then they're giving you all that radiation for nothing? A CAT scan, a CT scan will do that. Multiple x-rays will do that, but magnetic resonance uh, imaging, which is what MRI is, does not introduce radiation to the body. So there isn't actual harm from getting this done or getting this thing done multiple times in terms of like the test itself is causing you harm. Yeah, that's a great point. So the kind of radiation that uh, CT scans and x-rays emit are called ionizing radiation, and that's associated with a small but potentially important risk of cancer, especially if you get lots and lots of those kinds of scans over one's lifetime. But MRI, the kind of radiation involved in MRI is non-ionizing. So it does not have that same uh, small potential risk of cancer associated with it. That's correct. So right. in this case, getting a whole body MRI, the risk is not from the direct test itself. It's from the harms of finding stuff and not knowing what to do with it. So my final question would be, you know, anyone who's dealt with cancer in their family and themselves or with their loved ones, there's always that moment where, you know, they get the report, they get the MRI, uh, and because something, they were alerted to something or they were having issues or whatever, and then they say, oh, you know, there's a tumor the size of this or that there, or it's very significant, or it looks like it's already stage four. And then they end up saying, if only I had gotten this earlier. So what would you say to people like that who say, I want to get one of these things every two years so that I'm not in that situation? Yeah, and it's a super understandable reaction. And th this is the quest right now in medicine to find out ways to do a better job of detecting things earlier. For the average risk patient who doesn't have particular risk factors disease and is asymptomatic, this particular intervention that we're talking about, which is whole body MRI, is much more likely to harm you than it is to help you. And so even though we want to find things early and treat them early when it's appropriate, when the, when the kind of cancer we're talking about is a high risk or aggressive cancer, uh, that is a natural desire. This particular method to do that is more likely to hurt you than it is to help you. So this probably isn't the best way to do it, unfortunately. Hmm. But there aren't really better ones right now. Correct. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's why people are in the conundrum about it. I appreciate your uh, coming on and explaining things uh, uh, so clearly for us, Matthew. Thank you for taking some time. Absolutely. My pleasure. Have a great day. Dr. Matthew Davenport there, radiologist. Uh, with the University of Michigan, what, what would you guys do? I mean, it's obvious uh, his take on it, and, and, and it doesn't surprise me. I think the, the more institutional uh, viewpoint of this is exactly what Dr. Davenport said. It's like, it's not necessary. It's going to freak you out. You're going to find a lot of little things that then are going to take you down the rabbit right. hole. You get them biopsied. Now that's a needle that goes, something could go wrong during the biopsy. But or they I, say, well, maybe we should take it out. Now you're getting operated yeah, on. I, I think you made a good point, Mitch. I think if there's something specific in your family history, uh, hereditary, yes. yeah. that you might want to just do yeah. a specific MRI to that particular locale or area. I think, and Steve probably said, you, you start digging, you're going to find something. You know, yeah. you dig well, it up. So I, I probably opt not to do that. Um, even though I think theoretically it's a kind of a neat idea, but I, I would probably stay away from it. Having some friends in the uh, medical uh, field there, Mitch, including my own physician. Uh, Dr. Vinnie the, Boom Butts. They yes. say that one of the worst things ever to happen to medicine is WebMD because somebody gets a symptom and they go to WebMD. Oh, right. Oh, my and God. And they right. diagnose themselves. It's yeah. liver failure. And it could be <laughs> a symptom yeah. Yeah. 
a thousand different things. Could be right. gas from the hot dog you ate. Absolutely. No, you're right. My doctor hates that. And it's yeah. absolutely insane that they're yeah, coming that, across. But that really is, that it is, that's a discussion for another day, and it's a really good point. And, and I know I've been victim to that, and I have learned how to just swear off it and do not go to the internet, do not go to the internet. Yeah. Dr. The, Google, as they call yeah. it, you know. Like, right, but what, the what follow would you do, Mitchell? Would you get one? But the, well, you know, I, I remember being over in Europe uh, with Chica, where we had to take her for medicine that they do did not, we couldn't get here, you know, and they have quite a different take on it. I remember one of the doctors saying, "Why wouldn't you?" They they were offering things like this. They were offering offering CT scans, full body CT scans, and they said, "Well, why wouldn't you want it? You know, a full thing immediately. Why don't you want to know everything that's going on in your body? What? How would you? How do you suffer from having too much information?" Now, you know, as I said to Doctor Davenport. Isn't it kind of up to the doctors to be able to say, okay, yeah, I know we got your full body MRI report back. There's a little spot here on your, on your heart. There's a little area on your kidney. But you know what? You have no history of it, and those are most likely spots, and you know, there's a lot of – there could be a calcium deposit. It could be a growth. Right. It could be – the. let's just watch it. You know, nothing to worry about. I wouldn't do anything about it. Why can't your doctor just do that? Why do they immediately have to start biopsying it? You know, that then that sounds like irresponsible doctoring right. to me right, as opposed well, to irresponsible testing. But on the other hand, Mitch, if you go have one of these full-blown MRIs and you've got a family history of colon cancer, so you get this thing done. And they come back and say, well, you know, we're not seeing anything right now that uh, should trigger panic. Uh, let's keep an eye on it and let's do it again in three years. Now, I've heard from my medical friends that the next three years for these individuals is a living hell. Because what you're doing is you're waking up day in and day out thinking What's going to happen and be the nightmare in three years? Yeah. Is that any way to live? Well, that, that, that you need to know yourself. And if you're the kind of person who's going to drive yourself crazy with that, don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. Because, yeah, they will find something, especially if you're at our ages or whatever. There will be spots. There will be things. There will be growth that you know, could have been there for your whole life. I had something, you know, I had an MRI thing, and, and, and they found something in my lung. They weren't looking in my lung. But they found, they said, well, you know, uh, there's this thing, you know, should probably get it. Like you just said, Steve, you know, maybe in six months, get it checked. There's a whole six months I was a living hell, mm -hmm. you know. And then, you know, came back, it was the same. And so they said, okay, well, it looks the same. It's just still there. And, it's nothing. and then they said, we'll check it in a year. So in a year later, they checked it again, and it was still the same. And now every time, now they don't check for it. But if I get something and that happens, they say, oh, you know, there was something. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. It's been there forever. You know, it's nothing. But. The first time, right? It, it was a little alarming. City. Of course, yeah. Yeah. a little alarming. Of Ro course, Rosie, I'll take your place in line. Really, I, because I think what you don't know could hurt you. I'll I'll have it done. I would do right. it. Well, just no. go in and have a yearly physical. And if well, you if you have yearly symptoms, physical doesn't all that does is no. they, they get a blood test and they they do but, a, you know. Uh, you get on a treadmill or something. That's not going to tell you if you have cancer. No, but if uh, the doctor and the first question is usually, do you have any symptoms? How are you feeling? Oh. Yeah, but some, Steve, sometimes cancer and it's, things like that hidden, don't present yeah. with any symptoms. That's the craziness of it. You're trying and to talk do, me you into know, a full-blown you, How many MRI? times have you seen people with cancer and they say, you know, I felt perfectly fine. Yeah, and pancreatic and they told cancer. Me, I next thing it. I know, I'm in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right, it. we got we to gotta take a pause on this, but clearly this has sparked some debate.